0: On The Splash today, the AFL trade period is on and Melbourne United, they were on to VOKC this morning. It's Monday the 9th of October. Yeah, let's kick things off on The Splash. My name's Phil Pryor and as I said, AFL and basketball is what we're going to dive deeper into today today. Uh, AFL Fox Footy's Max Lawton will join us later on the program to talk about everything trade period related uh, and a bit of an update on Robbie Gray as well, the Port Adelaide star that has been, uh, uh, it's come out today publicly that he, he's uh, suffered testicular cancer uh, which was a shock to everyone uh, and there's an interesting story on the website that I'll refer to as well, rugby league related, the uh, The eligibility stuff continues, uh, the debate continues, I should say, uh, you know, after what we've seen last week with Fafita and Jason Tomololo and a host of others choosing to represent their country of birth for the upcoming Rugby League World Cup. And Matthew Johns, he's spoken out. He's got uh, radical rep eligibility uh, overhaul ideas and I would recommend to go and Check that one out on the website. Now, we will be crossing to Melbourne uh, a little later on the splash to get all the latest trade updates and news and everything else. But first things first, we've dragged in basketball writer Olgan Ulich to talk about what was a thrilling uh, clash uh, between NBL and NBA this morning. Uh, Olg, set the scene for us. Uh, Sorry, I should say first, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. It's good to be here again. (laughs) Set the scene for us. Pre-game, heading in, Russell Westbrook, the superstar MVP of the NBA, is asked about this game. Uh,
1: What does he say? (laughs) Uh, He said he ain't expecting (laughs) um, (laughs) Well, can you say that on the the splash? I feel like we've said that word on the the splash. We've probably said that on the splash before. No, we we said dickhead in relation
0: to that NFL it was ben simmons said that ben simmons yeah
1: Yeah. um look we're 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 relaxed here on the splash we're casual our listeners listeners are adults (laughs) or just reasonable human beings they've heard the word before yeah um yeah that's what russell westbrook said and that's typical russell westbrook he's just quite just brash he's arrogant and it's sometimes endearing and in that in that sense a lot of people in australia kind of took uh not offense but they they took that to heart and what a performance Melbourne, Melbourne United put on. This was a surprisingly thrilling game, which yeah. no one really expected. You know, Out of the three teams who were over there, the Sydney Kings, Melbourne United, and the Brisbane Bullets. Uh, Brisbane Bullets play next week, or well, at, at the end of this week. Um, Melbourne so give us a score for the listeners that yes. might not have tuned in yet. So this was an 86-85 final score. Wow. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder came away with the win. They scraped away with the win, mm. actually. And, and, you know, Melbourne was the team that was always going to be the most, you know, prepared from, from a personnel standpoint for this game. They've got, a, they've got players who can at least compete uh, at, you know, a pre, an NBA preseason level. Um, and that's what they showed us. It came down to literally the, the final seconds. And mm. it, the Oklahoma City Thunder got kind of lucky. Yeah, you know, that yeah. they scraped away with this one. But yeah. it, was, it was a really, really So Melbourne,
0: game. Melbourne had a chance to win this on F- the buzzer.
1: Very much so. 15 seconds to go. Melbourne timeout. They drew up a play. Uh, it was a Casper Ware, Josh Boone pick and roll. Josh Boone had it. He had a, a, a runner at the rim, Josh Hustis from Oklahoma City Thunder. Big, long athlete. Kane blocked it out of bounds. Five seconds to go. Casey Prather gets it on the wing, drives to the bucket. Josh Hustis again. Wow. The big block. He's, he's a long athlete, um, and Paul George dribbled out the clock. Um, so yeah, they they got lucky with this with that win. And you know, if something changes, if Casey Prather maybe pulls up for that jump shot, or if they maybe call a, a goaltending on that that first block of from Houston which I don't think it was but if they happened to call that Mm. this could have been a different story we could have been doing a a really different pod
0: yeah yeah you mentioned Paul George there one of uh, one of the Oklahoma City's superstar recruits Uh, (laughs) would they be a little disappointed you know considering the the cattle that they've attracted um, you know to the the franchise during the the
1: trade period you know there are two ways to look at it you can look at it as them being you know disappointed you know they've added Paul George they added Carmelo Anthony they have this incredible core of Westbrook, Stephen Adams, uh, George, and Anthony. Um, then even even Robeson, who's you know an elite perimeter defender, um, and for them to win by one point against an NBL team <laughs> on, on paper, on the face of it, it looks embarrassing. Mm. When you think of it as a team that hasn't been together for that long, um, you know, settled for a lot of jumpers, didn't play Westbrook for the entire game, they did play Paul George for most of that game. I think he played thirty nine minutes. Um, you know, wow. it, it is. Uh, a disappointing performance in, in that regard, which, yeah, you know... F- he put up some points, though, George. For George. Yeah, he, he led the Thunder with 22 yeah. points. Um, Carmelo Anthony uh, had 19 of his own. We saw Olympic Mellow in this game, you know, just kind of <laughs> the trail three, you know, the pick-and-pop three-pointer, which is really cool to see. Um, but, you know, it was left to Paul George because Russell Westbrook, you know, had a tough time, you know, finding his rhythm. Casper Ware... Um, you know, Melbourne's star point guard did a really good job on him. Yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook tried to back him down in the post a lot, but Kasper Weiss, like, uh, he's a little guy, but he's got a big body. Yeah. Um, so he, he did a really good job, and he dropped 20 points of his own. So he kind of showed that in this game, you know, apart from the Oklahoma City Thunder players, he's definitely the most capable player at that level, at the NBA level. And I wouldn't be surprised if his agent is getting a few calls right now, because he, he did play that well.
0: Wow, wait, what does that uh, tell us about, Melbourne United's NBL campaign—they'll obviously fly home straight away and and get back into the season, which tipped off on last Friday night.
1: Yeah, so they've got a quick turnaround again. They've got a, a game at the end of this week. Mm. Um, but no, Melbourne entered the season as the favourite to yep. win the to win it all. You know, they recruited Casey Prather, who was you know one of the stars at the Perth Wildcats last season. Perth yep. Wildcats, two-time two-time de- uh, reigning champions. Yeah, um, and so or defending champions. Uh, and so, you know, they got here and they still have David Anderson. They've got Josh Boone who played really well in this game as well. Chris Golding is coming back. He's healthy. Um, Chris Golding did not play in this game. So people are thinking if Golding played in this game, what could have happened? Would it have changed uh, the score a little bit? Um, but, you know, Melbourne was the favorite going in after this game. You'd think that they're probably the clear favorite. Um, and, you know, I'd be I'd be surprised if they don't use this game as, you know, a lift for them. Um, yeah you know the first game against adelaide you know we saw glimpses of what they can do, and then, without golding, does hurt their spacing but um uh, this has to you know it'll it'll hurt them from like a jet lag perspective and just a fatigue perspective mm. but from a confidence perspective uh this was you know a really good result for the team and for the n b l of course
0: and a, a a question i suppose without notice uh Olgan, what was your um sort of the the biggest takeaway that you uh from the first weekend of the NBL season, uh, was there something that jumped out uh, that we should know about?
1: Ooh, the Cairns Taipans. Yeah. Uh, they went two zero. They weren't. They weren't. They're not expected to be. You know, a contender this year. But Aaron Fern does a really, really good job with that team, and you know, everyone's everyone's surprised when the Taipans do really well. But Aaron Fern has shown that he's probably one of the best coaches uh, in the league right now. And the other is just the Sydney Kings, who I, I have reservations about. They're the mm-hmm. team. They're my home team. They're the team that I cover very closely. Um, I've got, you know, people in and around the, the organization that I speak to, and you know, I'm not confident that they're going to be able to put that team together. They've got little bits of talent, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the team. I'm not sure if it fits. I'm not sure if they can be coached to the to the yeah. level and to the style that you know they're expected to. So I'm intri I'm interested to see what happens with that team, but. I'm not too confident in what they can do. I hope they prove me wrong.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's certainly a team with plenty of hype. Andrew Gaze going into his second second yep. season at the helm there, so uh, so it's
1: the spotlight's on for sure as well. Very much so. They've got they've got a, a two time MVP on that team. They've got you know the hype of Sydney, the hype of Andrew Gaze as a coach, and mm. um, you know. Some kind of NBA. I use those. I'm holding. I'm doing quotation in the air right now. <laughs> um, kind of NBA level imports. You know, fringe NBA guys. Uh, and so you know, you think they could put it together, but I don't know. The the balance of that team just seems a bit off. Uh, okay. And, and so I, I hope they put it together. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Now, Olga, and I will have to go and ask our boss, uh, about this uh, whole swear word situation. So, <laughs> for, the li- for listeners, if, if, if we did ha- had to bleep out that word uh, before, uh, apologies because it's, it's not the full story. But, uh. <laughs> you have no idea what other words I want to say to you right now, Philip. <laughs> I will not say them. <laughs> yeah, we've got to draw a line in the sand somewhere. <laughs> anyway, Elgin, thank you for joining The Splash. Uh, we'll check in soon. Thank you, Philip. Owen Allitch there with an entertaining chat about uh, the basketball action over in the states this morning which involved uh, NBL but we will move on to AFL uh, no shortage of uh, things to discuss on the first proper day of the two week trade period so joining us on the line is Fox Footy's Max Lawton Maxi thanks for uh, thanks for dropping by for us quickly
2: Phil, thank you very much. It's a busy day, a big day, but an exciting day so far.
0: Yeah, you've been uh, flat-out blogging for us on the, on the website. Um, what would you say most of the questions are in relation to so far?
2: I think a lot of people are interested in uh, Brisbane's Josh Shackey. He's uh, said that he does want to trade back to Victoria, which uh, we had on foxfoot.com.au a little while ago. Tom Morris has been on that all year. Uh, and a number of Victorian clubs have been linked to him, so of course they've got the big fan bases and a lot of interest in where he could go, what is his worth, and mm. what he could be traded for. It's going to be very interesting to see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah,
0: what's your what's your read on it so far? What's your sort of feeling about it? Well, there's
2: a number of a lot of the big clubs really do need another key forward, and he certainly had a couple of years in the system. And, and usually, it takes that time for a key forward to develop. Uh, mm. Richmond were linked to him quite heavily through the season; they seem to have dropped off, and it makes sense given that they just won the flag with only one tall forward and Jack Rewalt, uh, Collingwood, definitely an option. They've got an abundance of midfielders, but not a lot at either end of the ground. Carlton, also a bit of sense. And I think even Hawthorne, potentially, they need to be doing some trades with Brisbane anyway, involving Luke Hodge. So there's always a chance he get thrown into that situation.
0: Yeah, well, wowee. Uh, of course, what else was thrown into the AFL news cycle today? I'll, we'll quickly um, jump across. I should have mentioned it off the top. Um, Robbie Gray, it's come out that he's Mm. being diagnosed with uh, testicular cancer. Um, Can you give us, uh, is that all we really know at this stage or do you have any additional details for us?
2: Yeah, just a little bit. So, yeah, the Port Adelaide Star, uh, he was diagnosed with it. He has had surgery, which they feel is as successful as that could have gone uh, on, uh, on the incident that he's got there with the testicular cancer. And he's having some preventative chemotherapy, which is just in an attempt to make sure it doesn't come back. Yeah. So I think the Power are reasonably as satisfied as one can be in this situation mm. with how he appears to be going, and they don't think it should impact on his preseason for what, you know, you know as much as people want to talk about the off-field stuff, they're looking at the on-field as well. But, uh, yeah, very sad news out of port, but he yeah. hopefully should be OK.
0: Do Do we know if it had any impact on his most recent season, or it's too early to tell?
2: I think it's too early to tell. He had a pretty good season. Not uh, yeah, a lot of uh, uh, word from the power on, on whether it did that. This seems to have sort of come out of the blue just recently.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, staying with Adelaide, uh, there's a few things to, to mention. First of all, they've, the Crows have come out um, and said that they won't be making a play for Bryce Gibbs similar to the way that they were keen to, uh, to bring him over from Carlton last year.
2: Yes which is an interesting sort of uh, situation. This is, saga's been going on since that broke at the start of last year's trade period. That mm. was really dominated all of the news cycle there. But uh, Carlton's been saying all along that he's a required player, that they expect him to be at the club next year. And now Adelaide's list boss has come out today at uh, Trade HQ at, uh, at Dockland's saying that they're just going to move on. I I, I think which which could be a contractual thing. Mm. The Crows are looking at some other players, including Stephen Motlop from Geelong, on a potentially $600,000-a-year deal, which would sort of give them a bit less cap room to fit in Gibbs than if he's on a big deal. You know, if if you just can't do it, you can't do it. And they also may feel they have other priorities based on their grand final performance or uh, lack thereof. Mm. So it it, it appears they're trying to get onto other interesting issues in the trade period because the Crows have a lot to do. Yeah. got to keep in mind, they've yeah. got two other big deals that they need to get done.
0: Yeah, one of them being Charlie Cameron to Brisbane, I believe. Yeah,
2: and it's almost the reverse of the good situation here, where Cameron has said he wants to leave, Brisbane wants him, but now Adelaide is playing hardball, he's a contracted <laughs> player, they're going to say, well, we don't need to trade him unless you give us the exact deal that we want. And so yeah. Yeah. Brisbane has quite a few draft picks, I the common consensus is that a pick at the end of the first round of the upcoming draft would be value for Charlie Cameron, but yeah. the Lions have got very, very high picks, so Adelaide could easily try and get a real King Ransom out of them if Cameron does want to move to the Lions.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you get rid of Cameron, that sort of um, you know creates additional room for Stephen Motlop, though, I suppose, so yeah. maybe it's in their best interest.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like for like there. He could really fill that role in a lot of ways. Yeah. So it does yeah. make some sense in the end for him to go, and that's usually the case. But as we saw last year with Ips in Adelaide, sometimes it just doesn't.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and Jake Lever also staying with uh, with the Crows. Is there any um, movement? Uh, any you know any development there?
2: Yeah, this has been such a touchy issue. There's a lot of dramas about. Did he? Say himself that he didn't want to go to the club best and fairest. That was the suggestion on radio this morning. Did the Crows tell him not to come? Uh, and a lot of behind-the-scenes chatter on how exactly the Crows have been doing with this deal. The word is today that they have actually been a lot more proactive, a lot more positive about getting him traded to Melbourne, as Lever wants to have happen and as the Demons, of course, want to have happen. Yeah. Uh, I believe the current uh, situation is that the Crows do want two first-round picks for the 21-year-old Wow. and the Demons want to trade a first and a second-round pick. So okay. whether that ends up being a swap of later picks as well, or if one side just agrees to the other's demands. Yeah, I think okay. it'll get done. It seems to be trending that way.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, and, yeah, Josh Shackey, his name was thrown up there. Um, plenty of cl- clubs interested. Uh, what's your mail?
2: It's, it's so hard to tell because it's so early in talks. I think uh, everyone was thinking that he was gettable, even though he signed a new contract mid-season. But he is clearly homesick and he wants to come back to Victoria. He's from country Victoria. Uh, but it is just so much easier to get back to that home environment if you play for one of the 10 Victorian clubs. So yeah. there's definitely a few options for him. And my, my, my suggestion would be that the, the clubs all talk today. This is what they do on the first day. They go to Etihad Stadium. They have conversations in meeting rooms. They're all signed by the AFL. They get that all done. Wow! Over the next week or two, it'll get sorted out. He'll be coming to one of the clubs, probably for a pick at the back end of the first round.
0: Yeah, right. It trade trade HQ or something like that.
2: Yeah, it, it's they've got a media room set up. A Riley Beveridge, one of my colleagues, is at there today. Jake Dials been over there as well. Uh, basically, the entire Victorian media. Wow! What I've seen from the photos, uh, the you know, club executives coming out, club officials coming out of their meetings, just being swamped by cameras. <laughs> The uh, infamous Ricky Nixon, as well, who was uh, infamously involved in the St Kilda School Schoolgirl saga, uh, was there today, which was uh, interesting doing, <laughs> uh, given his checkered past.
0: Yeah, wow, Uh And finally, Essendon—they've come out, they've come out, mm. um, they've come out uh, and, and have been quoted as saying that they're confident they can get Gold Coast's uh, speedy defender Adam Side. Uh, Western Bulldogs star forward Jake Stringer and GWS forward Devin Smith all on their books um, in the next fortnight?
2: It's a lot of work for any club to do and then you consider the fact that Essendon's reputation is one of being really hard to work with Hmm. but they seem to think they can get all this done Uh, so the Bulldogs uh, want pick 11 which is the Bombers first round selection for Stringer that seems like about right to me but the question is what they then do to get Saad and Smith in Yeah, Uh, Pick 28 is their next pick. Probably not enough, maybe close to maybe getting one of those. But as you say, the the Bombers seem confident. They seem to have a plan. The talks have begun today, and certainly the stringer one does appear closer to a resolution than many would have thought a few days ago.
0: Okay, very interesting. Uh, Any final uh, takes, thoughts, before we let you go, Maxie?
2: It's an interesting... There's so many agents that we just expect to be saying I'm going to this club that haven't yet at, at least at the time I'm t- telling, you, telling you this right now. Tom Rockliss hasn't uh, received an offer from Port Adelaide Stephen Motlop's still weighing up a few options. Jack Watts continues to be a point of discussion. There's been conflicting reports that he wants to go to Port and that he wants to go to Geelong today so mm. I don't know who to believe. Maybe in Sydney instead. So there's still a lot to play out and you get the feeling you're going to have a really big day in the coming days. Uh, sometime this week that we're going to be all across on fox dot au,
0: of course. Okay, yeah, well, uh, to the Splash listeners out there, by the time they're listening to this, there's, it, it very well might be the case that, uh, that more deals have been done. So we apologise mm. uh, if we've missed uh, the cut on any of those. But, of course, you can stay tuned right throughout the next two weeks of trade period on the Fox Sports website. Uh, we have live updates all day. Max, your live blogging... Today you're live blogging on fly- on Friday. Have you are you pretty much just Monday to Friday nine to five for the next fortnight? I'm um,
2: it's it's, a, it's a <laughs> basically that yeah. I'm, I tend to be a bit of the live blog favourite. The people seem to enjoy my work on there, so I'm I'm simultaneously happy and uh, sometimes a little tired at that whole scenario. But it's good to chat with all the people and answer all the questions that they've got because there's plenty of questions they don't stop
0: coming yeah that is that is for sure so if you want to join the the blog and the conversation with Max Lawton head to the foxsports.com.au website uh, and search for the AFL trade uh, live yarn I suppose you would call it mm. um, mm. Maxi, thanks very much for tuning in to the splash today thanks so. Phil yeah great work Maxi, and great stuff from Olgan Ullich earlier in the program today that'll do us Uh, on The Splash for this Monday. Uh, Thanks to all our subscribers and listeners. Jump on iTunes and hit subscribe for us, please. Uh, Big help for The Splash. Uh, Until tomorrow, that's a wrap.